everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast Wrestling Week in Review. It's that time where we talk about wrestling and not talk about other nerd stuff. We talk about cool nerd stuff. Um, if yeah. you just stumbled across us here, please check us out at kfpodcast.com. Check us out at the KF Podcast over on YouTube. We sometimes do wrestling videos or sometimes we do other videos. And check out the Pop Culture Weekend Review that should be out along with this as well. And just, you know, listen and do stuff. Yeah. Um, today, it's just, we have no Ken, so this is going to be a really good show. Mm-hmm. Pretty good uh, show. Really Ken. good show. Uh, just Brock's here. Yep. Talk wrestling. Lance, friend of the show, is also here because it was a movie night. Hey. We saw Harley Quinn movie. Lance's Don't wife watches wrestling. She does. We should, yes. Why do we not have Gretchen, Gretchen on this is, show? And, 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 and Gretchen she is on. also infinitely cooler than Lance. Well, that's true, but that's not that really saying, saying much. Right. You know what I mean? It's saying cooler than Lance. It's a low bar. <laughs> so I didn't have any major breaking news this week. Did you have any making break, major breaking news? No, I think you covered it in the uh, backstage notes. Okay, so we'll just jump in. Like we do, Brock, what do we do? We go Friday to Thursday. Friday to Thursday. Um, we'll start with last week. We had Friday Night SmackDown, Fallout from the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Started off with uh, the tag match to see who's going to go. It was pretty much a no-brainer that Miz and Morrison were winning this yeah, one. Yeah, because they've already been feuding with New Day. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, I hate that that match has to take place at uh, um, Super Showdown, though. Yeah. Which tells me it's probably not going to be any title change. Well, I don't know, because the last Saudi show, they had the Universal title change. Which I felt they kind of had to. Yeah, because people were so mad. People were so mad. Because this this feud could go on and on until Mania. It could. It could. I want them to put the belts on Miz and Morrison. Yeah, I would like that, too. I like that they came out to their old intro. Did you catch that? Because yeah. Miz was doing his, you know how he used to do like the karate chop thing and all that. <laughs> he did the whole yeah. slow motion thing. I liked them together. I thought they were good. Um, it was a good match, though. Uh, they did more than Mandy and Otis thing. I liked that they were going to have a date on Valentine's Day. That's going to be entertaining. I liked that they're like, well, what are you doing next Friday? Oh, I'm nothing. Like, you're working. <laughs> you go SmackDown. You work one day a week. <laughs> you work one day a week. We need to have nothing to do. So I have a little date. I'm sure that'll be classic. It will. There'll be some Otis good. is great. Otis is great. The tongue stuff he does. I was going to say, is there going to be cake again? There'll be some kind of cake. He's he's this big, heavy set guy. And Mandy Rose is like looks like a Playboy model. Right. And she's gorgeous. And... uh he likes her, and she got thrown out at the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, I saw him when well, he catch Not only her. did he catch her the first time, but the first time he just she landed on, on the ring, and she landed on him. <laughs> and then he, she, like, stood up, and he held her, and he was like, I, I got you, baby. Making ah, all these tongue no- things. I mean, he's crazy. It was hilarious. We don't even know where he came from. It's from around the ring. Oh, he wasn't a he wasn't a he wasn't a character no. before this. Yeah. Oh, well, no, he's a character, but we didn't know where he came from to like help her. Right. He disappeared. <coughs> he must have been hiding under the ring the whole night. Um, then speaking of Manny, she had that tag match. They keep making Fire and Desire lose. I don't. Understand. They're they're leading to some kind of storyline where they're going to break up. Yeah, I think it's going to be a jealousy thing with uh, Sonya. Yeah, make her break up from him. Yeah, like a love triangle kind of thing where she also likes Mandy. Yeah, which you know it's an angle she's been wanting to do for a while. So. Yeah. Um, I have no idea why we needed Sheamus and Shorty G again. That was pointless. Especially because Sheamus just keeps beating them. Yeah, I mean, that's just pointless. <laughs> There's nothing really new there. I'm just going to say, what, what's, what's the, what, what do you think the storyline is? I mean, is Shorty G eventually going to win? I or? think Shorty G sucks, and I just think 
I mean, the cat. I like Chad Gable. The Shorty G character is yeah. dumb. Here's a, that's the problem with it because Chad Gable could beat Sheamus up in real life. Yeah, easily. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to get someone like him over because he's kind of a boring character. Mm-hmm. He's not good in the mic. It's kind of boring. His skill alone is good, but people need to be entertained. Yeah, you know, and I don't know. Sheamus is a guy that you want to bring back in and probably get in that. <laughs> In that title picture. They could save the Chad Gable character if they made him like a new Chris Benoit. I know we're not allowed to mention that name anymore, yeah. but if they gave him that intensity and like that, you know, violent streak. And you can't call him Shorty G. Exactly. Just let him be Chad, or let him be his real name. Yeah. Whatever that is. I don't right. think it's Chad Gable. Because if, if you look that real name up, like you'll find, oh, he's a legitimate, you know. He's a legit <laughs> dude, yeah. Um, what do you think about Naomi interrupting Bailey? Eh. How about that helmet she had on? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I don't know how she could see it. I don't know how you could see in that thing either. But, uh, yeah, maybe that'll be a good contender for Bailey. something different. Yeah. Lacey Evans, they done with already? I guess. Oh, that was quick. I think she's going to feud with uh, Sasha when she comes back. Probably. But I like Naomi. She's a good... A good uh, contender. Oh, yeah. is that the one that came out in the, like, the, 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 uh, the big dead mouse sort of yeah, yeah, helmet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, a lot of people didn't like this, but I was happy for Braun that he won. He beat Nakamura for the Intercontinental. It's about time. So it's long overdue. Some people were complaining, like, well, oh, yeah, you know, that, that was stupid. They should have done it a long time. But well, at least they're finally doing it. Yeah. He needs to make that belt important. He needs to do open challenges with that belt. Uh-huh. Nakamura fought one other person one time he for that He defended it three times in, like, 200 days. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Braun, the, uh, at his size, needs to come out every Friday SmackDown and go, open challenge, who wants some? And then you just see different people against him yeah. that he can fight and beat and show what a dominant champion he can be. And that's how you make, get that belt. That's how John NXT Cena got guys the, rub Yeah, that's there. how he got the U.S. title over. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, you had that horrible fucking dog food. dog food. I don't understand why they, <coughs> what they're doing. The, the obsession with the dog food is so stupid. It's been months. And they, they build it up all through the show. I mean, and like it's like the, the poor studio tech. He just kept pouring dog food. Well, how the it? guy they had out there stirring it? Like, like yeah, what do you it. need to stir dog food for? Like, it's not like oh, you have to make sure you mix it up. And then, like, Roman throwing it all over him. How about I heard that they've been try- they've been doing that at house shows? Yeah, they've been. For, like, two months. Yeah. Aren't you tired if you're Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin getting that dog food dumped all over you? Yeah. When you'd be like, enough with this already. I, I don't know when that feud's ever going to end. Hopefully that's the end of it. Maybe they're going to bring back the kennel from hell. That's the only, that's the only way this feud can end now. <laughs> yeah. Bring back the kennel from hell. What was the kennel from hell? Oh, it's the greatest match in history. <laughs> it's Brock's story that he goes on. A guy made another guy eat his dog. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> one. Okay. They made his dog, so and then they had a kennel from hell match. So they had a, a cage match. with. There was one cage that was just, just was big enough to cover the ring. And then there was the hell in the cell cage that was over that cage. And the outside cage was full of dogs. Yeah. So you couldn't get out. You'd get attacked by dogs. Yeah. But all the dogs did the whole time was hump each other. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, go look that one up on YouTube. Oh, that's good. Um, it really happened. So for this week on SmackDown, Goldberg's supposed to return. What do you think he's going to do? This is a Saudi Arabia match. Who's he going to fight there? He fought Ziggler once. Corbin. I'm thinking it's going to be Fiend. You think they're going to put him in a title match against the Fiend? Mm-hmm. And then just have the Fiend squash him. Yeah. Uh, was Goldberg okay with that, you think? What else is Goldberg doing? 
I want Goldberg to fight Matt Riddle at WrestleMania, <laughs> but I don't yeah. think they're going to go there with him because Riddle's kind of involved in a tag belt. Maybe that resets Goldberg back to the dominant, unstoppable Goldberg. What if he beats the Fiend? <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know. If the crown prince wants him to, he will. I guess they would do that. Like, the fiend could come and interrupt his big announcement. Yeah. Another person to put on the back of the wall that he mm-hmm. killed. And, yeah, then Goldberg can, like, come back and be different afterwards. Yeah, just go back to his old WCW days where he can't be stopped. Because I don't know what they did. Brian wasn't on the show. He looked really beat. I mean, he yeah. looked in bad shape. Um, but all in all, it was an okay show. Wasn't yeah, I mean, this is the best time of the year for wrestling. Raw and SmackDown have been a lot better. Yeah. Quality. They, yeah, they've been doing well. Um, so then we go into Raw. Uh, there was nothing over the weekend. Um, I thought Randy Orton opening the show was fantastic. Yep. He didn't even say anything, but it made him come off as such an evil person. He wouldn't, uh-huh. couldn't talk. It was like it was tearing at him, but he uh-huh. was like, you know, that, that's great. I hope that match isn't at Super Showdown. Yeah, I think it will be. I hope it's not. I hope like maybe what I would do if I was them is have Christian come back and be pissed and challenge Orton because he's mad that Edge is hurt and have Christian versus Randy at Super Showdown. And then save Edge. And then, and then make Edge make like the appearance there and spear Randy and then be like, I'm back and I'm challenging you at Mania. You know, like, yeah. have Christian come and defend his honor. Do they have a real pay-per-view between now and then? I think they have Elimination Chamber okay. somewhere in there, but I don't know what that's going to That's gonna, probably going to be figuring something out, you mm-hmm. know. Um, how about that horrible live? Why do we have to see Liv and Lana wrestle more? I mean, what I don't know. the hell is going on there? It's terrible. And then Ruby Riot came back, and that was pointless. Like mm-hmm. you could tell she was going to be bad. Yeah. I guess they need a new heel. Yeah, and she's good. Yeah. Um. Then we had the tag match that was just okay with the three way with the AOP and but I like Buddy Murphy with the AOP a lot. I like the buddies getting that kind of getting a rub like that. Yeah, because he's great. Yeah, he's good. That's a good team. You know, you feel bad for Kevin Owens. He just keeps losing. <laughs> Probably Owens and Rollins are going to have some kind of match at Mania. Yeah. Some kind of final thing. or Yeah, some kind of specialty match, like a last man standing or ladder match or something like that. Then you had my favorite new wrestler now, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> like Squ- a personal friend. Uh, he's so great now. Squashing Drew Ma- squashing Mojo Raleigh. I like that he did the countdown. I'm gonna- like, as soon as I put this microphone down, in three seconds, I'm, I'm going to kick your head right off your shoulder. <laughs> and Mojo turns around. He's like, one, <laughs> two, three. Claymore's him, kills him. He's fantastic. Um, just to get skip a little bit and do the backstage part with him. He was on backstage. Uh-huh. Came off so great. Like, so appreciative of what he's doing. He talked about getting let go from the WWE the first time. Uh-huh. And he talked about, like, how hard it was on him and, like, how upset he was. And he said he told his wife, he was like, if I ever make it back there and I get back, he's like, which I'm going to. He's like, I'm going to fight Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And she was like, all right, yeah, I can see that happen. He was like, that's who I want to fight. And he's like, now I'm here actually fighting Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah. He's like, it's unbelievable to me. He was a super nice guy when I met him. He was great. He said that, like, his wife told him, why are you, like, doing this, like, you're the Scottish psychopath and mean? She's like, you're a likable guy. Why don't they do that in the ring, like, how likable you are? And I, and he said that, like, he went to Vince with that and was like, I want to be, like, I want to joke around a little bit, have some fun. I don't want to be this thing and that's like what Vince wanted him to do you're going to be the psychopath and uh-huh. and then I guess Heyman was his idea like let him let him talk show some personality and he was calling himself the sexy Scottish man <laughs> and doing all that and the crowd loves it I mean uh-huh. they, they think it's hilarious you know what a good guy I'm so happy for him 
Yeah, he's he's great. I hope he gets that title. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I either hope. way, it's good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, poor Eric Young got beat up by Alistair Black. I don't, you know, At least he got on TV other than running around backstage. And he sh- shaved his beard and he looks all weird. I didn't recognize him at first. I think Simon Miller said they could have, or whoever did ups and downs, it wasn't him this week, said they could have not told you that that was, was Eric Young and you would have never have known. <laughs> Just local talent. <laughs> Just some local talent. Getting beat up. <laughs> Uh, now, the next segment I really liked. So, Andrade suspended, and um, Umberto was in the ring, and they brought out Angel Garza. I'm a big Angel Garza fan. Do you mm-hmm. like Angel Garza? Yeah, I do, too. I think he's great. And uh, <coughs> I saw him for the first time last night on NXT. She's like, this guy's cool. I'm like, yeah, he was on Raw this week. Yeah, I said, I think cool. they're, gonna, they're really going to push him. He had a good fight with Ray. I think this was a little message to Andrade, who's... Getting, you know, he's reaching that top tier guy yeah. status, and then he got himself in trouble and got suspended. I think that this is them saying, "Look, we can do this without you. Yeah. So get your act together. When you come back, stop the stupid stuff." And mm-hmm. what did he get suspended for? Performance enhancement. <laughs> oh, okay. I tell you what, I saw here that I think would be great is I would love a stable with these guys. Rey Mysterio as like their leader, they're like almost like an evolution. Mysterio is the older guy, like yeah, Flair was. Flair. Andrade is like the current, uh-huh. and then Umberto and Angel is like the the Orton. I mean, that, I think that would be a great stable, mm-hmm. a Latin a Latin American stable like that. I mean, they all all those guys are are, are amazing. Yeah, Umberto has some. Has some Umberto has some room to go. I think yeah. Garza is actually better than him. He is. But I like the fact that they're cousins. I'd like to see those two have a match. Are they really NXT. cousins or are they working cousins? I don't know if they're. I we'll don't have to know. look that up. We'll have to look that up. There's a lot. I don't know if he's related to the Garza family or not. Um, you think that would have came out sooner? But um, I'd like to see them go in an NXT match where they let them go mm-hmm. crazy. That match. Well, we'll get to there. It's, it's on here. Garza's <laughs> great. He's great. Um, Oscar beat Natalia. That was just okay, you know. I think they're setting up for a tag match for Mania with them. Yeah, and then you Beth. have, then you have Becky. She's gonna fight Oscar again next week. She'll probably beat her. Yeah, I think so. I think Becky's still gonna fight uh, Shayna. You think so? I think that's where they're going with that. I mean, big surprise, <clears throat> Rhea Ripley showed up mm-hmm. and challenged her. Uh, then I think that's the match they're going for is Charlotte and. Rhea. I don't know. After NXT, I'm not sure. I think they're going to go eventually. I I wouldn't be surprised if Bianca Belair is in it too, and it's a it's a three way. Yeah, you know, they want to get that NXT belt on Mania, mm-hmm. just to have that show, have that hype, because then Charlotte can appear on there, and you can have. Yeah, they want that Wednesday show to work. Uh-huh. You know, let's see if, what how it goes as far as Charlotte being on there. But I think I think that's going to elevate that title, and that's what's where they're going with that. I still say she should challenge the UK champion. Why do you like her fighting her? So she can be the first one to have every women's title available. It's true. Well, she wouldn't have the tag titles yet, but every singles title, which would be cool for somebody to do that. I was trying to see what the ratings were for, pull them up for when we need those. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was cool. And then I was glad Ricochet got the uh, got the rub. Yeah. You know he's not winning. No, He's but it'll be an entertaining match. But it'll be an entertaining match because as much as I shit on Brock Lesnar, I love when Brock Lesnar wrestles smaller guys. And he, Brock Lesnar's been on every week since yes. like October. Yeah, which I'm fine when he's on. Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, he wrestled great against Balor. His Daniel Bryant match, his AJ match. He does well with those smaller guys. Uh-huh. Throwing them around and doing the different stuff to them. Mm-hmm. Now, if they do a squash match, it's going to be bad. You should let Ricochet like 
get some he, offense. I think in. he will. And do some stuff with it. But, yeah, Brock's been showing up. You wonder what they're paying him for these 15-second appearances <laughs> that he's been doing. You know he's getting millions of dollars just to show up. That's true. He usually spends more time walking into the ring than he, sp- than he spends. Right? The, here, the match ended and Ricochet won. They're like the number one contender for Super Showdown, Ricochet. And Lesnar appears behind him, F5s him, then the show goes off the air. You're like, that was a 10-second appearance, literally. Hey, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it, too. Um, so the big news on backstage that they talked about is WWE signed Killer Cross. They also signed Timothy Thatcher, who well. was originally a member of like that Imperium group mm-hmm. over there. So there, maybe in the UK he'll join them again. Yeah, maybe they'll kick Alexander Wolf out of that group because he kind of stands out like a sore thumb. Yeah, he's kind of the lame one in there. Yeah, who isn't really that good. No. What do you think about the Killer Cross signing though? Now I don't know anything about him. Are you? A, did you watch him before? Yeah, he's he was big in Mexico before. Because he's to a TNA. bigger, muscular guy, right? Yeah. But he's not like whose size is he? He's not super tall. So he's he's bigger than like Balor and yeah. Ricochet and these guys. Yeah, can he? Does he do a lot of crazy stuff too? Yeah, he can go. He's not like a high flyer, but he's more of a tra- traditional wrestler. Because the the reports where I'm reading where people are like he should go right to the main, he should get the AJ treatment and go. I'm like, does is he the same caliber as AJ? No, I wouldn't put him in that. He's good. But he gets right to main roster. He's got a lot of charisma. He comes across as like a crazy guy who, who will kill you basically. Okay, and he's he's always been linked with Scarlet. Bordeaux. That's his fiance. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that maybe that's how they'll bring her in too. They'll do some kind of angle with the two of them. Yeah, I guess you could put him on, but I don't know. I just think there's guys that are on NXT. I'd rather see get called up before him. I'd like to see him work with those guys in NXT because I think he, they pull good matches out yeah, of each other. Start off. You you need to get the WWE ring feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard to go main roster. AJ's mm-hmm. a different generation talent. That's well, different. Well, he did New Japan and everything else. Mm-hmm. It's not like. You know, but I guess that's a big signing that AEW missed out on. Mm-hmm. I wonder uh, he went because Scarlet Bordeaux's there. I'm probably. sure that's probably a big part of it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I like him. Um, both those guys that we mentioned, Timothy Thatcher and Killer Cross, have Phil Singer Games cards, which are really cool. That's cool that I've used. So cool. It's nice to see those because. If when they the card comes out before they end up at WWE, that's the the only chance you get of getting these guys in yeah. the game. So, I like that. You know. So where were they? Where was Killer Cross wrestling? Before? He was in Impact. Impact recently. in Mexico. Okay. In Mexico, he was one of Impact's big stars. They signed him at a Mexico show. I think was the story for Phil Singer, is they signed him at a He's Lucha good. show. So this would be how Scarlett debuts then. Yeah, I think so. As his manager, maybe. Maybe. Or partner. It's good. Um, so let's go to Wednesday. Uh, first of all, the ratings for it. I mean, I'm really surprised. Uh, Dynamite did fantastic. 928,000, and it blew NXT away by 770,000. Wow. So and, uh, last year, uh, last week, um, and uh, you know, Dynamite was 828, so it went up 100,000. I mean, it did really, really well. So, I mean, it completely obliterated NXT, mm-hmm. which I, always surprises me that people just don't watch it like I, I thought they would, you know? Like, I, I don't know. It's very surprising. It, it's a much more solid show. What is? NXT. Yeah, I, I think it's the better show, but you know, I still go back to where I think NXT dropped the ball was NXT won at the end of the last year. The December 18th show, the go-home show, mm-hmm. they killed uh, Dynamite. 
and they had the, the title matches and all that stuff. Yeah. And then when they started the year on January 1st... Clip show. They had a clip show, and Dynamite had a new show, uh-huh. and no one's ever changed since then. Yeah. It's been six weeks in a row of just Dynamite winning. That was a big drop for them. Mm-hmm. People just got used to... Because like, they had a recorded show for Christmas at the air. Yeah. They should have just kept that one for New Year's. Yeah. I think people were like, oh, all right, I'll watch Dynamite now. And yeah. I wonder what the numbers are for, like... DVR and stuff like that because I don't watch any of this shit. Or how much? How many people watch it on the network? Too. Yeah, how it, it goes? Airs on the WWE how it goes network. like that? But um, let's start with NXT again. It was a solid show. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bros were weights open. That was hilarious. They have a <laughs> go- golf cart now. And <laughs> a golf cart. I love how Pete Dunne just kind of sits there like. <laughs> you know, whatever. But they're going to fight the tag team champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they should put the belts on them. <clears throat> I think so too. I think it's time that the undisputed era thing kind of ends. Yeah, I think so too. Um, then you had Garza again. He fought Isaiah Swerve Scott. That was a good match. That was a really good match. And Garza's great. What did you? Uh, what were you going to say about that match you mentioned earlier? That was the first time Diana had seen Angel Garza. She's like, "Who is this guy? He's pretty good." I'm like, "He's Angel Garza. He's a former cruiserweight champion." She's like, "I've never heard of him." Yeah, I'm he's like, good. Well. <laughs> like, I liked it how he gets people to like fake high fives. <laughs> he's just he a dick. Comes down on a ring and one guy in Raw, he was like, "Yeah." And then he just fixes his hair, and then like girls, he gives them kisses on the cheek and stuff. He's such he's so good. He just has so much charisma. Out of all that new crop, he's just gone. Yeah. He's got. I think he has that it factor. You know, he's good. And he comes from a wrestling family and all yeah. that, so he he knows how it works. Right. Um, I thought Dijakovic and Dane was good. Yeah, two big two. guys that can go. Dijakovic versus Keith Lee again for that title. You know, the this is what their fourth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those guys are so He's good. He's really the only one who's beaten them clean, though, isn't he? He's beaten Keith Lee? Yeah. You know who else beat Keith Lee? Um, I think Damian Priest beat him once. Okay. When he like when, when they, they weren't pushing him. In, yeah. yeah. At, at a house show that Rob, Ken, and I went to uh, in Chuck, they had Roderick Strong beat Keith Lee clean. Oh, really? We were all shocked because that was when they started having him dominate everybody. Mm. And then, then Roddy beat him clean. Yeah, Keith Lee's good. He's good with that belt. Um, I, I kind of skipped over the Balor-Gargano interview. Yeah. It, was, it didn't really look like it was anything I need to see. You know those two are going to have a great match. Uh-huh. I mean, Balor's probably going to beat him, I think. I think so. Because I can see him in that title picture. For I me. love that he's turning more and more into Prince Devitt week, week by <laughs> yeah, week. He totally is. He just calls himself the Prince now. <laughs> yeah. And all the things he does. It's it's great. His heel killer character in there. I think he needs that title. I think he needs to beat Adam Cole and be the king of NXT for a little while. Yeah. Well, they'll probably put it on Champa again and then maybe from him to Balor. Do so you think Champa will beat him at TakeOver? I think so because he never really lost it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the story they're going to go with And there. then Balor beats him at Mania? Maybe. If they even have the title at Mania. Yeah. Um, Mercedes wrestled. Mm-hmm. I like her. I think she's good. I also like Casey. I, she's small, but she's she's good. She's just not believable that you could. She's gonna beat like someone like she's Shayna. She's tough though. She's tough, but do you think she like you think she could beat Shayna Baszler? No, because she can't fight. But athletically, she's probably the best they have. Yeah, she's pretty good. Mercedes will be a trainer there at the performance oh, yeah. center. Yeah, you can tell she's that she's already has that background. Yeah, that's what she'll totally will go into. Um, I fast forward to the next one because I hate Jordan Devlin. You hate Jordan Devlin? <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan. I like him. I didn't like that he be, that they made took the belt off Garza and gave it to him. I, I just I don't know. I think that was the free Garza up for other stuff. Yeah. Do you like Devlin? I do. 
Yeah, the UK guys have a hard time getting behind some of them sometimes. I'll give them a shot. Poor Tyler Breeze. <laughs> and they did the big comeback for him and Fandango. Then Fandango got hurt again. Again, <laughs> yeah. First match back. Um, I like the whole segment with these three ladies mm-hmm. in the ring. That was all good. I like how they were like, how like um, Charlotte said, we're like the adults are talking and uh-huh. dismissed Rhea. Or yeah. Bianca. And then dismissed Bianca and then they knocked her out. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see triple threat there. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be a good one. I see triple threat. Because I don't think either Bianca Belair or Rhea Ripley are ready for Mania one-on-one. But together with Charlotte. With Charlotte carrying them, I could see it. And I don't know if they trust Ripley and Charlotte one-on-one either. So you throw another person in there Mm -hmm. that Charlotte can work with both of them. Because Charlotte's amazing, I think. Yeah. And you just have it. You you could have a classic. And and you put the NXT women's belt at Mania, at at like a main match on Mania, Mm -hmm. and elevates that title. That, like, you know, again, they're trying to get people to watch it, you know. Yeah. Obviously, Charlotte Flair showing up didn't change the ratings. I don't think people like Charlotte Flair. Yeah, I don't I understand think why. I kind of sick of her. I don't think that, I don't, I don't understand why you don't understand pure talent like that, you know. Yeah, but. Because, again, if Charlotte Flair had a falling out with the WWE and signed with AEW tomorrow, how many new Charlotte Flair fans are Oh, there? I know. She's the best. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, she man. is good. It's just that. You could tell from the very beginning that she was handpicked to be. Yeah. And I'm sure her dad had a lot to do but with I that. But I think she lives up to it with what she, she can does. do in the ring. I mean, there's not a lot of women that look like her, that have that size, mm-hmm. that have that muscle mass that she does, also be attractive. I mean, you say that they're still looking feminine. Right. Yeah, she's just a powerhouse-looking girl that, like, is believable that you're like, yeah, she could beat up that person. Like, she's <laughs> yeah. tough. She's a big girl, you know. She's strong, but she also is like attractive. That like people, you know, like she she has a lot going for her. She can talk. Mm-hmm. She can do all that. Yeah, she is handpicked, but like you know. Yeah, but that you know how WWE fans are. Though. If they're told yeah. to like something, they're not going to like, like it. it. Yeah. Um, and then you had the last match, uh, which was good, but the best part of it was that the Velveteen <laughs> Dream returned. I thought that was awesome. I love how they did the music change in the three lines. And he was standing there on the rope and then beat everybody up. And he had such a problem with his pants. He couldn't get his pants on. <laughs> they were, like, tied around his ankles. I was like, he's going to fall. What is he doing? He ripped off his pants. Do you know who the Velveteen Dream is? No. The Velveteen Dream is, what's his real name in real life? Patrick Clark. Patrick Clark was on Tough Enough with Steve Austin years ago. Okay. Very young kid. He was, like, what, 18 when he was on Tough yeah. Enough? Very athletic young kid. Um, amazing talent. He took over this role they gave him where they make him act like Prince. So they call him the Velveteen Dream. He looks like Prince. He looks like Prince on steroids. Okay. So he's a big dude. Uh, two and a half feet taller. Two and a half feet taller. And they call him the Velveteen Dream. Like when he first started, he comes out to like this. He does a lot of that androgynous stuff, uh-huh. you know, crawling around on the ground and everything. But the kid can wrestle. And like people love his character now. Okay. You know, he just calls himself the Dream now, you know. He'll come out and do stuff like he. They wheeled him out on a bed once, and he had like ten girls in the bed with him, <laughs> and he's just laying in the bed. And then the next time he comes out, he's touching the one guy and like making him all uncomfortable. He's just fantastic, and he's only like twenty three now, but he's. I remember that season of Tough Enough was on, and it was when the WWE Network first debuted, and they did that Tokyo show, mm-hmm. and it was on at like five a.m. and Tough Enough was live at the time, and. Hulk Hogan was the judge before he got fired. And he said, who all watched the Tokyo show? 
and Patrick Clark, Velveteen Dream, was the only one who said he did. He's like, if I were in charge here, he's like, I'd fire every one of you and hire him right now. <laughs> so he got the endorsement from Hulk Hogan right. right off the bat <laughs> yeah. for caring about the product. He's great. He wears these <laughs> crazy-ass outfits all the time. He always dresses up at different wrestlers as different wrestlers at pay-per-views. Yeah, too. like okay. he comes out as different people. You know, he had kind of like an NWO type thing. It was Hulk Hogan wearing the boa and all that. <laughs> I mean, he's just absolutely hilarious, too. You know, and he's I love good. that Dream Valley driver that he does. I mean, yeah. it just looks like it really hurts. Yeah. So, yeah, he was good. It was good to have he, him back. He's a big guy, too. He can fly and all that yeah. stuff. and. Does like Randy Savage elbows off the top rope. Oh, okay, all right. Gets really high. He wore tights one at one event that said, "Put me on the main roster, Vince." <laughs> call me up, Vince. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, call me up. <laughs> that's what his said last night. It had something written on him, so he ripped his pants off to try and show his like custom tights, and they were like stuck around his ankles. So he's still trying to beat up guys, but he's like going like this, like man, I can't get him off these boots. You know, <laughs> how hilarious were the undisputed era beating people up all through the night looking for Champa? Uh, that was good. There's no one around who knows who Champa is. They cut that guy's hair yeah. <laughs> there's just some guy in the back getting his haircut and the bad guys walk through the undisputed air and they were like do you know anything he's like i'm just getting a haircut i, I don't know anything <laughs> then they're like oh you want a haircut and they just rap shave his hair and he has like a big pompadour hair and then they just shave it right down his head and they're like there's your haircut <laughs> just beating people up they threw that one guy, they threw kushida into the garbage can yeah. <laughs> poor kushida I wonder if he regrets coming there yet yeah probably it's tough Tough to pick your spots. Mm-hmm. So then let's go over to TNT to go to Dynamite. Um, Dynamite opened the show with Moxley versus Ortiz. What did you think about it? It was a good match until the ending because they're getting ridiculous. Um, I really like Ortiz. He's starting to grow more and more on me. Oh, I, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. I like Santana, too. Like, yeah. I like both those guys. What I would do with those two guys is, is get, I keep the video package because I think it looks cool with like the dogs barking in New York City and the Latin yeah. American gang. Get rid of that dumb song. That song is horrible. Stop calling them Proud and Powerful. They did quit calling them that. Yeah, but get rid of that stupid song. But they song. still have the Proud and Powerful song. It's the worst song. Get them some cool. What like, if they got a trademark hit for Proud I, oh, and Powerful? I don't know. It's so bad, though. But they are good. I really like them. I hope they get a tag run. And Ortiz cracks me up with the tiger pose and stuff that he does. So <laughs> the it, Jim Ross totally no sold that though. Like yeah. he hit the tiger pause on Moxley's. Like that's not going to be effective on anybody. I'm like Jim that's Ross the whole point. Idiot. All this show did was prove more of how bad he is because he was terrible throughout the night with lots of bad stuff. Um, what didn't you like about the end? The, poking him in the eye with the keys. Because, key. I mean, they're just escalating this more and more. Now they're going to have an eye, an eye, eye versus eye match. What's that even mean? Does, does the loser get their eye gouged now? <laughs> <Is> <laughs> that one? Uh, you know, do you like that they had that like black thong on Moxley's eye? Because the regular eye patch kept falling off and you could see that his eye was fine. Chris Jericho stabbed him in the eye with a metal spike a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So now he, so he had to wear this like black thong on his face. And Ken was like, did you see the black thong in Moxley's face yet? I'm like, no. It's so stupid. Get, stop it with the eye stuff already. Yeah, well, it yeah. gets worse with, we'll talk about later on in the show what they did with another performer. So we had that eye stuff, and then we had, um, what, SCU versus Best Friends. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I, that match was fine. I mean, I'm not really into SCU, but I'm kind of over Orange Cassidy. He, he doesn't, doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, it's been since October now. I haven't seen this guy have one singles match wrestling. Mm-hmm. I've seen him tag and he never gets in. 
is his character that he just doesn't care and doesn't do anything? But when the, when does that end? Like, what yeah. are you going to do with him? What is it just no longer entertaining? You know, he just does the hands, and people love it, and they cheer. But I'm like, is he going to wrestle? Are they going to do more with this character? It's been since October. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm just kind Hopefully. of, like, it, it ends with him. And then the Dark Order showed up. Yeah. On Being the Elite, they found a Dark Order mask in Christopher Daniels' bag. I don't know if you saw that. No. They're totally going with Daniels as the leader here. Mm-hmm. That's where they're going. It's going to be so bad. Yeah. Why is Christopher Daniels your He's leader? He's the fallen angel. It's, it's, it's going to be so bad. They, the only thing for me that saves the Dark Order, who I, I know Ken loves them, but I think they're horrible. <laughs> uh, I mean, they come out with those masks, and I'm like, then they take their mask off, those two other idiots. I'm like, leave the mask. Which is probably Nakazawa and... Uh, Brandon Cutler. Yeah. But the other two guys take theirs off. I'm like, leave your mask on. No one cares who you are. No one are. knows who you are. No one are. knows who you are. I, I don't know. Where's all the other minions they used to have? Like, Well, they've had to kill that one. They kill that one. I, I just don't get it. And Christopher Daniels being their mysterious leader well, doesn't Well, they're not there them. every week. That's the problem. They, yeah. They'll take three. It'll be three weeks until we see them again. Yeah. He, and they never got their, you know... They beat up the the elite. That's how they ended the December. 18th that was their show. big push. And then and they never did anything with them again. And they don't even care about the elite anymore. Like yeah. they're, you know, they want to recruit Christopher. I'm like, why would you want to recruit Christopher Daniels? He's 51 years old. <laughs> Wouldn't you go after some younger talent and like try to get some people to like play or something? Yeah, like somebody good, like Kenny Omega or someone <laughs> like that. You know, they're like, well, Kenny Omega was on their list too. Yeah, but then he, he started like, winning. Yeah, he was on their list. I don't know. They only want losers. That's their shtick. That's they, their shtick. They oh, get okay. you when you're down and out. And uh, like, are you sick of losing? Join the Dark Order. But I don't know. The only thing that saves it for me is that they bring in Luke Harper as their leader. I don't think they will. Somebody powerful that makes them a threat because they are not a threat to me. Mm. And, and I'm sorry. Like that's the worst stable in the world that you could easily beat up. What John Silver? <laughs> um, and what's his name? Who's the Stu Grayson needs a different name. I don't Stu. take a scary. You're a scary cult, and you, hi, I'm Stu Grayson. Like his name should be like Murder or something. Didn't he have a different indie name? Yeah, he was Player Dose. Yeah, play, yeah, that, yeah. Don't you think he needs some? Uh, does the name bother you? Or is it just me? For a while, they dropped Stu from it. They were just calling him Grayson. Grayson. And I think that was better. Yeah, which is better? Yeah. They're like that's Stu Grayson. Yeah, you know, they're like eh, come on. The Dark Order. Even if it was Stuart Grayson, I think it would be better. Yeah. So then what do you think about uh, Sasaki versus Dr. Britt Baker? Well, Britt Baker lost again. Yeah. But then they had her knock her teeth out at the end. That was just gross. Were those real teeth? I don't think so. I hope you can see Aubrey Edwards was like, oh, like she put something in her mouth. And yeah. Looked like, cause and then course, she had her mouth on the thing, and and the yeah. teeth when she was hand was bloody and. Just too much. Well, they showed, like, teeth on the ground after it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. The the over-the-top stupid fake violence is getting How about how bad um, uh, Jim Ross is butchering her name? (laughs) He was like, Suzuki Sasaki! He couldn't get that name right at all. Um, He was all over the place. Uh, This next match, the Elite versus the Butcher Blade and the Lucha Bros... The Butcher and the Blade wear their damn names on their asses. And he still like, can't tell them It apart. says the Blade on his butt. Then it says the Butcher on the other one. And he still calls them the wrong person. And they don't look anything alike. Not at all. Yeah, but one's I'm, like 75 years old. The other one's a young guy. One's like a 50-year-old man with a beard gut, balding, and just like completely out of shape. And the other guy's like maybe 30, completely shredded, thin, you know, <laughs> like athletic. 
this guy can't tell them apart, and it's his yeah. job to tell them apart. Uh, is this the? Is this the? This is the announcer you guys don't like. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. horrible. He's just horrible. And he makes so many mistakes. I loved him for twenty plus years on Raw, but so did I. Um, this I match know. was good though because like care. I like to do the one more with you. Hangman's great. Yeah, and that's Hangman's <laughs> Did great. you see what they put on the the name placard this week? Uh uh-uh. uh I said, hates that they're entering to this music. <laughs> yes, he did. He was so pissed he it came down with more. Hangman hates them. They're entering to this music. It's great. He's great. I mean, everything they're doing with him, not tagging him, that's that's all That's all great. Um, I was impressed with the Lucha Bros the most. The Butcher and the Blade are horrible. I think they're terrible. This is the best they've looked to me. At least they got a win. Yeah. But, I mean, my spotlight out of this and all of them was Ray Phoenix. Oh, he's I mean, amazing. That guy's just amazing. I really feel like even in Lucha, they didn't let him do some of the stuff he does now. Yeah. But he goes off. I mean, that's see guy. how he entered the ring? Yeah, right <laughs> across the top. He, come, okay, he, he runs down the ramp, jumps, lands on the top rope on his feet, right. and runs across the ropes. And that's how he entered the ring. Runs across the top rope and then jumps <laughs> off to the other side. All righty, then. <laughs> that move he hit when, like, um, uh, Pentagon... Nailed um, Adam Page, and then real quick, Ray was like boom bang and like dove through the thing and spread out and like wiped out everybody. I'm like, holy shit, that guy moves. I mean, he just mm. moves. Those guys, they haven't done much with them. They win, yeah, but never anything important. Yeah, they need they need they need to get their their time because they're good. They yeah, good. It seems like they're there every week too, because yeah. it was all when they first brought them in. They're like, "Oh, they're not going to be here all the time because we're sharing them with mm-hmm. whatever other company." Ray Phoenix is on Sammy Guevara's YouTube page all the time, is he? doing like pranks and stuff with him. Well, he's the only one that speaks English, right? Yeah, he can speak. He speaks fluently, but yeah. Penta can't. But they're good. Uh, the next match I thought was pretty boring: Janela and Saban. Yeah, I mean it's. This was another JR classic. So JR, and I kind of like wrote these down because I remember I remember them now. When Penelope Ford's walking down to the ring, first thing he goes and they put her on camera, he goes, oh, hello, how are you? Oh, hi. Like, he was kind of like checking her out or whatever. Yes. And then she got in a ring and she like hit Janelle and he goes, that Jezebel, that Jezebel. Starts calling her a Je- this little Jezebel over here. And then for, in the middle of the match, after that line, he goes, oh, I never knew she had blue eyes. It's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And then, like, no one says anything, and it's awkward silence. And then, ten seconds later, Excalibur goes, "Oh yeah, she does." And I was like, "This is so odd. This is odd comedy where you know they're like, what did Jr. just say now? Like, why is he calling her a Jezebel? Who calls someone a Jezebel?" I. So maybe this is just me, but when this guy is on. Every once in a while, when you hear that silence, I I actually almost thought like my TV cut out or something because <laughs> people don't know what to say. Yeah, because he, he just throws everybody off. Just throws everybody off. <laughs> and I I enjoyed Jericho in commentary in the first match. <laughs> that was, he was pretty, he was killing it there. He's like, shut up, Tony Schiavone. Nobody gives a shit about what you say anyway. Yelling at him, he's, he's great. Just have Jericho in commentary and get rid of Jr. For Christ's sakes. So then we come down to the end, the ten lashes. Terrible television. It went on way too long. It was about a half hour of the show. It was... Well, I have to give... First, I have to give credit. Like, I have a lot of respect for Cody Rhodes. That was hard to take. Yeah. He took real hits. Like, his back was welded. Yeah. So he's a tough dude. But I think someone needs to tell Cody that 
you have to stop with all this. Mm-hmm. Like, you're over. You won. Yeah. You don't need to, like, take that chair shot from Sean Spears. Right. Do that dive in the Jericho match with split your head open. Yeah. Take these lashes for no reason. Like, you're you're putting your body out there. Yeah. Like, for what? Right. The crowd likes you. Yeah, like, he doesn't need to do anything to get over. That was disturbing 15 minutes of television. It felt a lot longer. It was, like, hard, hard to get through yeah. all that. It was like, what are we watching It could here? have been done in three minutes. Yeah. The whole bit. He just whipped him with a belt like 10 times, but very slow. And again, I go back to why are you even caring about these situations? And then all Cody's friends were coming out trying to get it. Like, we'll take him for him and stuff like that. And it just went on and on. Then his wife came out at the end. Because apparently they dropped the the Nightmare Collective. (laughs) Yeah, all together. Did you see they did that video where she, like, exercised her demon? No, I missed that. It was on, um, I think, the AEW Road to whatever <laughs> it is. She was in a therapy session, and she's in her Nightmare Collective outfit, and uh-huh. she's talking to this doctor looks like Harley Quinn, and she's like, you know, I have this awesome Kong, and she likes to eat hair, and Victor likes to hurt people, and Mel likes to shave her head, and the doctor's like, do you need these people? And she's like, yeah, I do. I'll kill you. I'll cut your hair, too. <laughs> and then the doctor says something else there, and she's like, you know what, Doc? I think I had a breakthrough. And then, like, when they sh- cut back to her, she's just in, like, a sweatsuit, and she's not dressed in her outfit anymore, and she looks over, and, and the therapist is a doll, is a monkey, a stuffed monkey. And she goes, thank you so much. And then she's like, I'm cured, and walks out of the room. I'm like, that was the dropping of the whole uh, of the whole Nightmare Collective. Because they haven't been on since. No, they haven't been on And this all. was weeks ago, and, and she came out normal last night. Mm-hmm. So I think they kind of squashed it. Yeah. I think they told her, honey, it ain't working. They should have had some kind of payoff for it, though. You think we could have got something. Yeah. A match or something. What do you do with Awesome Kong? They'll repackage her. I don't know. But I don't know. It was a hard. It was poor a, Melanie Cruz shaved her head for it for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. But they brought uh, what's Dr. his name? Luther. Luther back for another. Get rid of him again. No, he's Jericho's buddy. He's safe. But um, I, I don't know. Back to the Cody thing. It just doesn't make any sense. I could see you having to take lashes if like this is your only shot at the world title again. Right. This is your only shot at like keeping your job. You're the fucking boss. <laughs> All you have to do is be like. MJF's right there in the ring. Beat the shit out of him right there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be in a match. Why do you need a match against the guy? He didn't... And my, I was kind of talking with Ken about this a little bit last night, and I said, you know, there is a lot of build for this. And, like, MJF's doing a great job being that heel. And, like I said, Cody is good. The emotion he was doing in the ring last night, the way he was, like... Like, he's, a, he's good. You know what I mean? I appreciated everything he was doing. But, like... Now you're going to have this cage match. I'm sure it's going to be good against Warlow, and they're going to do all that. Yeah. Is there so much pressure on this match that it's I feel that's a up. lot for MJF? Yeah. Because have you ever seen him have a really good match? No. I I mean, he hasn't really met, wrestled much in AEW since its conception. No. He's been in a couple tag matches where he doesn't do much. Uh-huh. He won that Battle Royal, but he really didn't do much. Right. So, like, can he carry... A main event, because that's going to be the main event, I would imagine. I would think so. Uh, of Revolution, do you trust him that he can like? They must pull this I mean, off. He's a great character, but we haven't seen him in the ring. I, have, I don't know anything about his wrestling ability. Uh huh. And it's a lot of hype. It's a lot of hype for like, is it going to be worth the payoff? You know, mm-hmm. is the juice going to be worth the squeeze? As yeah. they say, <laughs> are you going to get to the end and be like, okay, he beat him? Good. He did through all that just to beat him. Why don't you just beat him up? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, like I did, it doesn't make any sense to me. I yeah, know, your like buddies beat him up, like the Bucks threw him in the pool. Yeah, attack him, kick it. Yeah. I mean, you had all your family on the run, just beat him up. And I don't understand why no one attacked him when it was over. Yeah, like he's just standing in a ring, then he goes over and low blows Cody. Like I, as soon as that bell went and he like took his ten lashes, why didn't Dustin just start kicking the shit out of him? You know, uh-huh. like like you had him outnumbered. Well, I think that's why they showed all the, the, the bad guys on the ramp. And they were in a ramp, yeah. yeah. The Butcher and the Blade came out with Sammy Guevara for some reason. <laughs> the locker room wants to see what's going on. It was long. All the bad guys. It was pretty drawn out. It was yeah. pretty pretty odd. But they, I mean, their level of just like over-the-top violence with like poking people's eyes out and knocking people's teeth out and stuff. That's just, The it, lashing like that, his yeah. back was all welded up. It's just where do you go from there? And I'm like, Cody, you don't need to do that shit, man. You're, you, you're good. You're mm. a good wrestler. You're a good entertainer. One thing they did that, was the, that I liked was the Darby Allen vignette where he couldn't speak. Yeah. Because they actually like, oh, an injury that somebody had last week is carrying yeah, over. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Did you see how he almost blew himself up with that flamethrower, though? I mean, when he hit it, that fireball was huge. I think he was a little like, whoa, that's a big, that's a big fireball. But I like that. I think he's going to I think he's gonna come to the aid of Moxley. Yeah. And be someone that Moxley could kind of have a partner with. Yeah. To help him out, you know. Mm-hmm. That was a cool video, though. Yeah. He has a, he's a film major i guess yeah that was so cool he does all his own he didn't have his throat because they hurt injured him and stuff yeah because jim Cornette was talking about that on his podcast he's like there's never any consequences for any of these guys yeah. and he's like and then vince russo even's like the the, uh, the amount of over-the-top violence that people just walk away from he's like you're going to get to a point where you're going to have to fight for real for people to believe any of this yeah. if you keep doing this yeah and i think he has a point yeah, because they do a lot of they do a lot of crazy stuff, and then the next week they're fine. Yeah, like that that one when uh, Janela and Omega went off on each other in that one dark match. Yeah, and then the next week they were fine. <laughs> or when Kenny Omega and John Moxley went through a glass table. Yeah, and killed each other, and they were just like kind of okay, you know, a little <laughs> scuffed up. But Moxley was fine; nothing was wrong with him. Yeah, yeah. So that you know, they're continuing to build. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy the show every week. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, I do that, too. I do too. I mean, you don't have to have every segment end with somebody getting maimed. But that last segment, <laughs> I, I was cringing through that. Yeah. I was like, come on. Well, like, just what a, end, just I was end cringing this. because of how long yeah, it went on. What are we on. doing? Like, why do you have to take it that it has to be this bad? Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh my God. Just go easy on it. Yeah. Uh, I, have a, I have a newbie question. So, a lot of these matches I keep seeing, like, the big thing is they get slammed onto the announcer's de- table. Mm-hmm. Is that a, is yeah. that a new thing? Or no, no they've been doing that forever. Really? Okay. The new thing now is everyone does Canadian Destroyers. Yeah. And Petey Williams tweets about it every, every week. Really? And there you go, using my move again. Like, What is a Canadian Destroyer? Canadian Destroyer is like, it's this move that Demonstrate Petey... Demonstrate with Marvel Legends. Williams made where it's like, this is, this is you, right? right? And this is me. He puts your head like this... In between my legs, right. and then I jump, bringing you over oh, like that you on, on your head. Okay, really, yeah. it's the other guy that does all of it, because <laughs> right. he has to do the jump and the flip to do it, where you're just kind of like guiding jumping their and path, guiding their path. You know, okay. so now people have all learned how to do it, and like AEW's thing is they make. People that you shouldn't think should do it, do it. Right, and okay. it's like, oh, look at that. You'll see three a week on AEW. see three a week. You know, WWE does the surprise roll-up. AEW does the Canadian Destroyer. You know, a lot of surprise roll-ups. Yeah. 
used to be a good thing. Jumping off the top, ju- the suicide dive is another right. one everyone does. Everyone yeah. can do a suicide dive. I know it's a lot of people like flying through the ropes. Uh, to that's take the, that's it. That's mm. a suicide dive. Okay. You, you, everybody lines up to catch them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> everyone gets so together and goes. They're all conveniently. Why are we low. so close together? Why are we so close together? And then someone lands on us, and we all go oh, and carry him off to the thing. That's why when you see a guy like Ray Phoenix does it. It's completely different because yeah. they were all spread out, and he like made himself wide to wipe them all. It lands on his feet, and you're like, "Yeah, that guy's just freaking crazy." Him and Ricochet can do that kind of stuff like that. You know, mm. they do crazy. There's some guys that just do a suicide dive, and then there's guys that do like it takes it to the next level. Yeah, you know. But yeah, there you go. That was wrestling this week. That was wrestling for the week. We nothing uh, this weekend either. Now, the week after that, we have TakeOver Portland, mm-hmm. which they're doing on a Sunday night, like a main pay-per-view. Good, good. No, like, lead-in with anything else. It's a lot of NXT, because they had Worlds Collide a couple weeks ago to yeah. lead into the Rumble. Are they doing a TakeOver to lead into Mania? I think so. Okay. I mm-hmm. heard rumors that Mania is going to go to two nights starting next year. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like a Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. Just to get all the matches in? Yeah. Instead How of it being, like, eight hours. How does that work out? Do you pay for, like... Two seat, two nights. Well, could, well, they'll probably do Hall of Fame, then a two night Mania, maybe a Takeover in there, and then mm. Raw SmackDown. What we it would be SmackDown leading in on a Friday night. Yeah, and then where would you put the Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame would have to go on Saturday in the day. <laughs> during the day. <sighs> yeah, where would you put the Hall of Fame? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because you have Friday night SmackDown now. You can't do a Friday yeah. show like they used to. Friday they would do like a Friday NXT. Or a Friday. It was either NXT They're or just going to do that because it's not going to be a takeover that weekend. NXT matches will just be a part of Mania. Yeah. There'll be no more takeover. Yeah. It'll just be, you know, they're a part and of Mania. Then they the could show. do the Mania, the Hall of Fame induction. Well, no, because the speeches are what people look forward to. Yeah. You can't cut that out. Yeah. have to extend the weekend. It's going <laughs> to go into Monday. Hall of Fame will be on Tuesday. WWE <laughs> creates a new day of the week. You have Sunday, and then you have uh, WWE Day. It's in between <laughs> Sunday and Monday. Wow. I mean, they almost have to, though, with three viable brands on major network television. And yeah, it's a big weekend. Unless you cancel Friday Night SmackDown and do something else. But that's on Fox, and they don't want to cancel that. No, so. especially not as leading into Mania week. Yeah. So... I mean, every week, I mean, they're filling, like, arenas, right? I mean... Well, they're not filling them anymore, but... They're not filling them anymore? <laughs> okay. All right. It depends. Raw was pretty crowded. Yeah. Had a good crowd. Like, this time of year, yes, because it's the road to WrestleMania, mm-hmm. so people are excited. That crowd on in Utah, Salt Lake City or whatever on yeah. Raw was a great crowd, because they had... 14 inches of snow. Yeah. They almost had to shut down the whole town, and the, everyone showed up for it, and the crowd was like, they kept thinking the crowd going like, you showed up in a blizzard, and the crowd was like, ah, screaming and everything. They had a backup plan because the governor was going to make them cancel the show. Yeah. So they were going to go have NXT live from, they were going to do NXT on Monday instead. Yeah. Since they're both USA, they could do that. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't have been able to, I guess the deal was they can't use SmackDown people. Yeah. But since uh, NXT is on USA as well, they were just going to flip them. Yeah, because it was really bad out. I'm surprised. Good thing no one got injured or hurt or anything like that. that we that heard tra- about. <laughs> traveling you had to do, yeah. A three-hour NXT would have been interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, they made it. Yeah, some of the house shows, they don't sell out like they used to. But most Raw and SmackDowns are pretty, pretty big, you okay. know. 
NXT is filmed at Full Sail University. They stay in one small thing. That's their whole film. Oh, so they don't travel around. They don't travel yet. They might do that. I think it's a mistake. Some people think it's a good idea. That, that crowd is part of the show. The crowd is what gets them there. It's all these like students and fans of wrestling. And and the same people are there in the same seat every week. It's a small little like <laughs> venue. And it's like maybe two thousand people max. Yeah, probably not and, even. And they go nuts for it there. The you know, so I don't know. They want they want to like make them look bigger so they can. They hate losing a dynamite, but I mean, yeah, because you know. dynamite's doing arenas too. So uh, yeah, they're not selling out anymore either, though. But I mean, it's their main show, so like that you know, when people are like it beat NXT, like well, this is the WWE's third show. Yeah, like you know, people. If you're only a dynamite fan, it's the only night you can watch. Right. AEW, so you right. know, you turn in for it. Right now. I was going to say, there's going to be a second show. Because if there wasn't NXT on that night, they would get another like 800, they'd be over a million views. Yeah. Because mostly everybody with them would just watch Dynamite Live. Mm hmm. So, interesting. Yep. It'll fluctuate. Seven hours of WWE programming a week. Wow. Four hours of wrestling on a Wednesday. Yeah. I, I got home at like nine o'clock. Last night, and my wife was like, "Do you want to watch TV?" I said, "I got four hours of wrestling to watch tonight." <laughs> I said, "I watched it all." I'll last talk night. to you later. I gotta get downstairs and get started. <laughs> like you know, Wednesday night's a tough night. Yeah, it is. It is rough to get through. Especially sometimes. if we're gonna talk about it the next day, like you want to know about, because it, it gets spoiled so fast. It mm-hmm. does. Soon, I mean, I got it spoiled. Like, I got Rhea Ripley spoiled for me on Mon- on Raw because I was behind on Raw and I was watching it on DVR catching up, uh-huh. and then I just had Facebook up. And it's like a picture of Rhea Ripley on Raw. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, oh, thanks for that one. Like, can't yeah. we just wait till the show's over? You know? It's hard. You point on any kind of social media, it pops right up. Yeah. Especially if you follow and it. It's usually WWE that's posted it. Yeah. Like, you could not watch any of their programming, just have Twitter going, and you would be able to watch and get everything. They stopped posting the video clips, I noticed. Yeah. It's just been still images. Like, the Velveteen Dream thing... All I saw is I started scrolling. I saw that like the, it was like the undisputed era, and it was like a black screen, and like the lights were out. And I was like, nope, <laughs> someone's coming, someone's there. I thought it was like maybe Killer Cross or something like yeah. that, you know. And I was like, oh, it's a dream. Okay, you know, cool. Yeah, I, I thought it was him. Whenever they did the, th- the little teaser last week, they did the three circles. Yeah. So I wasn't surprised to see it was him. Yeah, he's on a performance center, getting himself together. He won't be there long. Yeah. He's he's main roster ready. He has been for a couple years. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys down there that are main roster ready. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're keeping that show going. Where do you put them on the main roster, though? It's, it's already so crowded. Fun. There's some people they need to let go. Yeah, but they don't want to let anybody go because there's somewhere else for them to go. Now. Yeah. And somebody has to job. Yeah. You know, someone has to job. Like... Not everybody can be the world champion. Not everybody can hold a belt. Not everybody can be in the main event. Yeah. Like, someone has to job. That's the rule to it, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's hard. AEW will cross that bridge, too. Because right now, they've got a lot of fresh matchups you can do. Yeah. But eventually, you're going to get to it where, like, Pac's well, they, they have a lot of people, too. There's, yeah. I mean, you can go for a month without seeing certain You know Pac wants to be in that title picture. Mm-hmm. So he's going to fight Kenny Omega yeah. in a couple weeks, like... If he loses again, that's a couple losses. Yeah. And on that title picture, like, he's a guy that wants to be a, I want to be the man. I want to be the man. Everybody wants yeah. to be the man, you know. Yeah, and he's already been a problem for them. Mm-hmm. Even a tag team like SCU, you know, you're like, we had our spot. We didn't really have a good title run. Yeah. 
I mean, they were the first, though. They were the first. Never take that away from them. But like you know, people like these other tactics. So what do we do? You know, they have to put together tag team as your champions right now. Yeah, which I'm sure is not sitting well with like the best friends and the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, but it's a riveting story. So yeah, it is a good story. It's probably the best thing they have going because I think it is. It's not over the top violent and Mm. ridiculous. And Hangman's a likable character. Uh huh. And so is Kenny. Hmm. With the drinking and all the stuff. I like when he took his, Matt Jackson took his cup away. And he was like, oh. And then he just looked down and he pulls up a pitcher. <laughs> starts drinking out of the pitcher. <laughs> oh, he's fantastic. All right. So there you go. There's wrestling for the week. We'll see what happens in the next coming weeks. Always good. All right. Like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Have a good week. Enjoy your wrestling. Yeah. And enjoy whatever you like. It's all good. And we'll talk to you. A lot of good wrestling on TV right now. True. Later.